You are listening to the Eating Disorders Recovery Podcast with me, Tabitha Farrar. Hello there, welcome to this week's podcast. In this podcast, you're going to hear a pretty short conversation that I had with Carrie Arnold. And Carrie's been on this podcast before. I'll link to the, our um, previous conversation. We had a talk about eating disorders and OCD um, probably quite last year now, quite a long time ago. So she's been on the podcast before. Carrie is a freelance writer and she's in Virginia. She's in recovery from an eating disorder. Today we're going to talk about pet topic at the moment. <laughs> we're going to talk about target weights and a couple of reasons why setting target weights too low can really have pretty troublesome effects for the person in recovery. Here's Carrie. The first target weight that I got when right when I was diagnosed and um, I'd already lost like a huge amount of weight and they gave me a target weight that was only like four or five pounds more than I currently weighed. And I just remember being like, I mean, on the one hand, happy because I, you know, not like I had any intention of gaining even that little amount of weight, but I just remember thinking like, what the hell, you know, these people, like, I, I don't think I would have been able to trust them. Right. Wasn't there, wasn't there any kind of, were there kind of thoughts around, oh, if they're saying that I should only be this weight, that's, that's so much less than I was previously, then I was right to lose weight. Like, yeah, and I remember there were, I mean, there were a couple of incidents, one, and then when the first, no, it was the second, the first treatment center, they asked me what I wanted my target weight to be. Okay. <laughs> and then. What did you say? At, what it is now? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and at, when I was at Renfrew, and this was like in the fall of 2001. And I was, they measured me at five, four and a half. So my target weight was, I shit you not, 122.5 pounds. <laughs> I mean, down to the half pound. And I just remember being like, you do realize that like a bottle of water drank is either going to put me over or under, you know, it, when your target weight depends on, you know, if you've had a glass of water before your weigh in, there's something wrong. Oh my gosh. But even that, that's then the message that, Oh, humans have to be that accurate about their weight. That yeah, it, we survived for millions of years without scales. Like, I don't think we need to be that accurate. No, and I think that any like humans, any one person, I think has a weight range that varies from day to day. Anyway, um, and and so then to it just kind of colludes with this idea that we have to be completely exact and calculating about everything that we eat, and that that even makes a difference, and therefore about the weight as well. Um, so, so in in your treatment history, you've had target weights being basically set at just about what your uh, underweight weight is. You've had scrutinized accuracy down to the half pound. And I mean, I've also, I also ended up with a really good treatment team that's like, you know, they, they took a look at my weight history and everything and, you know, kind of was like, yeah, all those were, you know, full of crap. And my nutritionist started by saying, well, you know, 
we're going to get you up to at least this amount and then we're going to reevaluate, see how things are going. You know, she's like, you know, we'll know when we're getting closer because you're basically the rate of gain will slow down dramatically because your metabolism will really kick in. And she goes, you know, you'll start eventually you'll start being less obsessed with food and everything. And it's, you know, it's probably going to be, it's definitely going to be higher than you weighed in the past. She didn't, and she's like, I'm not going to lie and tell you a lower weight range, just get you in the door. She goes, because a lot of times people will give you a lower weight range because they're afraid of scaring you. And she goes, no, I have a lot of faith in my patients. And she goes like, I'm, I'm not going to, she's like, I want you to trust me. And I can't do that if, you know, I'm going to tell you one thing and know that it's not right. Right. I and like this person. Yeah, and she's like, I've had to tell overweight patients that were anorexic and had lost their periods that they needed to gain weight. And she's like, and, you know, she goes, that was a hard sale. <laughs> but, you know, she's also not afraid of doing that at all. So that really helped. And, you know, I think my weight even went higher than they might have anticipated. But it was, they got um, like my old growth charts or they, I, you know, I kind of had some, a, a few points and filled it in and they're like, no, actually that's exactly what we would have expected you to weigh if you stayed on your growth trajectory. Right, right. That's, that's so, your, you know, yeah. That's your you. Yeah. And, and looking at my family, I mean, they're Eastern European, they're short and stocky. They're not tall and thin. No one is. I'm, Bear, I'm I'm just a little under five five, and um, I'm the tallest female on either side of my family. So, you know, that's just not ever. You know, tall is never going to happen either. Yeah, it's it's in your genetics. That's how that's you. Um, can you remember that conversation? And and when she when she told you there, your weight's likely going to end up being higher than say you want it to be. Or, or whatever like do, do you do you remember if did you either go kind of like oh god I don't want to work with this person or did you go oh okay it was a bit of both honestly it was at that point I had probably been sick for you know 10 at that point I thought it was 10 years it was probably more like 15 looking back but it was one it was this like terror and anxiety but I think it was also relief that someone was giving it to me straight and that I had been fighting for so long to kind of keep my weight artificially down because I didn't think it should be that high that it was sort of relief that someone was giving it to me straight and that you know maybe I I hadn't been you know that that I guess, permission to stop fighting my own biology right, so much. Right, And so there have been, I guess, until then, you, I mean, were you ever in the situation where you reached a target weight that someone, a low target weight that someone had given you, and they'd said, okay, well, you're done, bye? Um, no, because I never really stayed with anyone long enough to kind of get to that point. Um, I had, I did have a doctor at one point where I kind of, gained over my target weight and I was I was seeing a 
a decent team at the time and they hadn't, you know, told me not to keep gaining or anything. And, you know, I'd gone off to grad school and I went to my first appointment at the new eating disorder clinic and the doctor's like, you know, she made some comment about, well, we certainly don't want you to gain any more weight. And it turns out my actual, you know, what ended up being my target weight range was actually like 10 or 20 pounds over that. So that's the comment that's really stuck with me the longest. Um, and it's been the hardest to kind of shake. Yep. Understandably. Yeah. Is, you know, well, we certainly don't want you to gain any more. Or, you know, I, I went to a doctor at a relapse and, you know, explained that I'd had an eating disorder and like, she looks me up and down and goes, well, that's certainly not a problem anymore. And I'm oh like, God. fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, and, and those kinds of things sting and they stay, they, they sting and they yeah. stay. And did you notice also improvements when you were, when you allowed yourself to stop fighting your natural body weights? I don't think I had ever allowed myself to stay there long enough to really notice the sustained improvement. Um, it was, it was like I'd gotten there long enough to notice the increased craziness. And then I immediately started restricting. Again. Yeah. Cause it gets worse before and, it gets better. Yeah. And I didn't really, it wasn't until later when I really had the support to kind of force me to stay there and get through it and realize that the world was not ending because I weighed more than a BMI chart said I should, or I thought I should, or society thought I should. Um, and that, and you know, it was, it was helpful when the team didn't, brush off my concerns either like you know sometimes it would be well you know that's just the eating disorder talking and that drove me absolutely bonkers um because yes of course there were times when it you know I was completely in anorexic mode and was freaking out and it's like no okay that that's not an appropriate time to have a conversation but my expressing my discomfort <laughs> in with this weight gain and in my new body is not necessarily just the eating disorder talking. And so having a team that could really validate how hard it was and, you know, address some of the, the cultural issues around body weight, not so much as causes of the disorder, but as barriers in getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Cool. Yeah. They're probably working with you, not just, <laughs> not just at you yeah 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 <laughs> just yeah telling you this is yeah they're working with you um I've noticed like when I when when I first got to my healthy weight I thought I was the only person with anorexia who would ever weigh this much you know that I was some you know weird freak of nature because you know, you see most of the the you know before and after pictures and the people in the recovery community and a lot of them are are very thin. And I mean, there's nothing it's it, there's nothing wrong with that. I know there are plenty of people with that as their natural body shape and size. But when I'm looking at that and looking at myself, it's like there was this big disconnect. And I'm not even, 
you know, that particularly large, like I'm still well within, you know, average weight for, for women of my, my age. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say I know what it's like to be, a, a you know, someone who's a lot larger and has an eating disorder, but it was, you know, looking at myself compared to a lot of these images is, you know, I thought I was the heaviest person who'd ever had anorexia ever in the history of all humankind. Amen. And, you know, realizing now is that there's a lot more people out there whose bodies don't conform to the traditional narrative either of people with anorexia somehow being inherently thin, even in recovery, and also just the broader cultural narratives around what a, a good body is. Um, and that, you know, I am far from the only person and there are a lot of people out there, you know, they just might not be talking about their history or, you know, we might not be looking at them as having potential eating disorders because they don't fit those criteria that we use. Um, and that it's not that weird at all. Yeah, I think that will I think that will help a lot of people who are there right now and. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, the only other thing is, I know a lot of people. um, They talk about you know, overshooting target weight, and on the one hand, I do think that you know that does happen to a lot of people. But I also think, at least ninety percent of the time, it's because target weights were set too low, and then you're thinking you overshot when really it was the weight, the target that was too low, not your current fit high. And it's that idea that it's your weight that's the problem, not the actual target setting. Right. That took that took a long time for me to really mentally get my head around. Yeah, and it can it can be overshoot can definitely be um, troublesome because then people kind of like, oh, I hope I'm in overshoot, and that it's gonna yeah. go back down. And it's like several times too, where then I'd start restricting because it's like, well, if it's an overshoot, then it'll come back down. And it wasn't coming back down. And then I'm like, well, okay, I'll make it come back down. Right. And then even the term overshoot, it implies that you went over something and that you got it wrong, which I don't particularly like. And it could be that you got it just right, actually. Exactly. Exactly. Big thank you to Carrie for coming and talking to me about target weights. Probably a difficult subject for a lot of people. It's also... I guess a scary subject for a lot of people. It's an important subject. It's important because I think that treatment providers need to understand what happens when you set a person's target weight too low. For most people what happens is they get to that weight and if that weight is too low, the anorexia response is not turned off. And so they still have that anorexia response going on which is that fear of weight gain and fear of eating and all of the obsessions that go with it, but they're just in a larger body. And that's hell. That's not okay. That's not a nice place to put somebody. If somebody's allowed, their body is allowed to get to the weight that it should naturally be at, then the anorexia response should start to turn off. And then everything gets easier for that person. But when the target weight is set too low, they never get to that point. 
And then there's the things that Carrie talked around, just the effects that hearing a target weight that's too low has on the individual in recovery. Like if that target weight is just a couple of pounds more than your underweight weight, that's scary. If that target weight is hyper-accurate, that's scary too. Because our bodies don't work like that. Our bodies are organisms. They're not machines. Their weight varies. The same person's body weight will vary throughout the day, let alone be an exact 0.5 of a pound. Oh my God, shouldn't laugh. It's so fucked up that that is actually... Anorexia is this, this, you know, this response that makes most of us hyper-aware, super-obsessed, especially around numbers, and we get really kind of worked up around it. It all has to be absolutely accurate. And then you go into a treatment setting, and the treatment providers are telling you <laughs> that the numbers have to be absolutely accurate. I mean, you have to eat your body weight up to a 0.5 of a pound to be the right weight. I mean, how is that helpful? That is like taking somebody who has contamination OCD and giving them a scrubbing brush and telling them that they have to make their bathroom cleaner or something. Like, that is so incredibly messed up. Ugh. Okay. You might have a story that you want to share as well. Um, if you do, get in touch. I'm all about sharing recovery stories, good and bad. You can get in touch via email. My email address is info at tabithaferrar.com or Twitter. You can tweet at me. It's at love underscore fat underscore. Cheers. And until next time, cheerio.